0: Duty is defined as a task that one is required to perform, a responsibility, a legal responsibility. You are owed a duty by others at all times, whether a sole person or a huge corporation. You are owed a duty to be safe from negligent, careless, intentional acts that cause you serious damage, death, permanent injury, catastrophic loss. Others have caused a breach A breach of the duty due you and yours. Your only recourse is to pursue a legal claim. It is impossible to turn back time so that the injury and damage did not occur. Monetary compensation is the only alternative. Both to compensate you for your loss, but also to confirm the conduct of the wrongdoer. Motor vehicle accidents, slip and fall injuries, assault, dangerous products, workplace injuries, animal bites, defamation... These are a portion of the wrongs that are inflicted on you and yours. Opsitnik and Associates can make the difference. Al Opsitnik has litigated, tried, and settled injury claims throughout the United States in his home state of Pennsylvania, but also New York, Maryland, and Alaska, just to name a few. When duty is breached, contact Opsitnik and Associates to make things right. For you, for yours. Contact them toll-free... 1-866-391-3299, One eight six six three nine one three two nine nine, 391 3299 or visit them on their Facebook page, Opsitnik and Associates, or their website, OpsitniksLaw.com. See the links in the description below for more information. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Carnival of Randomness. Now I know that the past two weeks you've been blessed by the melodious sound of my voice, but... Rye is back with us. Hello again.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: And we're a couple weeks removed from the, well, I don't know, would you call it bitter sweet end to the 2020 NFL season?
1: Uh, Mostly just a merciful end. Yeah,
0: I think at that point, the merciful end of the 2020 dumpster fire. I, I'm sorry, NFL the... season. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I figured we would take some time... Because we did a three-quarter season review way back when, so let's wrap it up, uh, talk about the end of it, the awards, the Hall of Fame, and the possibilities for the free agency, which will be coming up as we record this in the next week or so. Yeah. So, where do you want to start? I mean, let's... We'll, we'll pick on the Steelers later for their train wreck, yeah. train wreck of the, yeah, end, of the, of the end of the season. But Uh,
1: overall, playoffs? Yeah, let's start
0: with the playoffs. Overall, your thoughts. I mean, we saw the game coming, we just didn't see that particular outcome.
1: For the Steelers or?
0: No, for the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody, they've been advertising Bucs versus Chiefs for months. I remember going on to ESPN and other websites, and they were just, you know practically wall-to-wall pictures of, you know, Tom and Mahomes together.
0: Well, and again, we looked at the jersey sales. Who was number one and two? Mahomes and Brady, respectively. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, that's the thing, at least to me, is that, you know, they're the most profitable players. Uh, You know, they sell a lot of tickets, they sell a lot of merchandise. It's in the NFL's interest as a business to push them.
0: Well, 100%, but when it becomes so blatant that the fan base sees it starting about week nine, it kind of takes the magic out of the season, in the same way that, for the past several years, we've known weeks in advance who the number one draft pick is going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it definitely does, but, you know, yeah, everybody knew it. Um,
0: it's like, we all know was... Trevor Lawrence is going to get drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know this for a fact.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was a little sad. I think a uh, Bills-Packers game would have been a lot more interesting. It really felt like it was the Bills year. I'm not a Bills fan, but it just felt like they were that good.
0: Well, that's the thing. They were that good, and this is something we've mentioned to each other in passing. They spent the past couple of years really building a solid team. Yeah. And you know, that was very apparent this year when they got Stephon Diggs. He was like that final piece to the puzzle.
1: It really felt like that, and they went so far, and yet, oh, that, that the playoff game and the wild card against the Colts was so hard for me.
0: It was, because on one hand, you wanted to see, I'm going to say the great Philip Rivers, may his career rest in peace, he's going on to greener and better pastures coaching high school football, but Man, we are going to miss him in the NFL But
1: and also, you know, I feel like everybody wanted to see him get that ring He's the only one from the 0-4 class That doesn't even have one Hasn't even gone to one
0: well, Exactly, and that's why people are saying Oh, he's not very good Well, guess what, everybody I'm going to use the argument that I use to piss off people If you yeah. want to go solely based on rings Then we have to take Dan Marino and Jim Kelly Out of the Hall of Fame And put in Brad Johnson and Bubby Brister
1: well, that's it, you know. Yeah, if you're um,
0: going solely on that. But and but then you're also torn by the Bills being, you know, that kind of that underdog team that's just been beaten from pillar to post for, you know, decades.
1: Well, that's it. And I think they were the, I mean, clearly they were the better team. They won, but it was hard. It would have been a lot nicer <sighs> if they were playing pretty much anybody else for me. I could have enjoyed it a bit more.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, but be that as it may, what what I said to you afterwards was, this really sets up the Bills to be a solid team for the next three to five years.
1: Yeah, I think they'll be. You know, I think they could go maybe you know this season or next. I think they'll be all right.
0: I absolutely, and I think you know a really good solid battle. It's going to be a good rivalry between them and Kansas City for the next couple of years. I think.
1: Yeah, it just, you know... It's just unfortunate so
0: that, that it had to pan out the way it did.
1: Yeah, because, you know, uh, the ratings for the Super Bowl hit a 15-year low, so it seems like a lot of people just were not interested.
0: Oh, well, exactly, and I think that goes back to what we said. The simple fact of the matter is people knew it was coming about midway point of the season. So what? I mean, where, where's the excitement?
1: Well, that's it, and it's just... You know, and I'm not sure how many people are that interested in seeing Tom Brady win his, you know, Zerillionth yeah. Lombardi trophy. It it
0: It's like, okay, we get it. You, you know, you're able to fall into teams that have a good system. You know, yay, congratulations.
1: No, you know? that's it. So I'm not just... going to
0: admire you as a person because you're a whiny, whiny man, and all you do is whine and cry until you get your way. And when the Boston sports media turned on you when you were playing for the Patriots, that says everything.
1: So it just, for me, you know, I just think people would have probably turned in for Bills. You know, Bills anybody. Yeah, because I only it's say...
0: different. You know, the last yeah. time the Bills were in the Super Bowl was 1993. You know, their fourth in a, trip in a row.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that part of the four and out.
0: Yeah, but again, ain't nobody else going to four in a row.
1: No, it was very impressive, but I mean, that would have been awesome to see. I only say the Packers, because, uh, you know, they were undisputedly sort of at that point. I think they were the best team in the NFC, bar none. Yeah, you know. um, uh, Bill's Saints game would have been even better, in my opinion. Well,
0: yeah, because we all know your love for for Drew, and rightfully so, because he's a great player and a great man. And no and in my opinion non question greatest quarterback ever
1: yeah you know so that would you know again he's unfortunately it was felt like a year where there was this sudden exodus of all these old-timer quarterbacks and you're like oh he needs to get a ring oh no he also needs to get a ring oh he needs a ring too and unfortunately you know Well,
0: exactly because you the old guard is now slipping and The old
1: guard is old.
0: You know, Matt Schaub finally hanging it up. He was part of the '04 4 draft, just never had the same level of success that Manning, Rivers, and Roethlisberger did. You know, but the fact remains is he he came in in 2004 and just retired this past season.
1: Well, exactly. And then you sort of go, oh, no, there's only, you know, only one team from each, you know, can win.
0: Exactly. And then it's like, but I have several teams in each that I like.
1: Exactly. No, he's going to be out? And then, unfortunately for me, it was everybody that I wanted. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: unfortunately for you, basically uh, going into the conference championship weekend because you knew once Patrick Mahomes magically cleared concussion protocol in under a week,
1: yeah, you knew exactly. that the Bills weren't going to go. Well, that was. I mean, you know, throughout the sort of final... You know, weaker, so it's like, uh, alright, so Phil's out, uh, at least it still got Drew, No, nope, Drew, okay, Drew's gone too, uh, at least said, oh, nope, okay, Bills are gone too, oh
0: well. Yeah, well, good, now it's gonna be the Buccaneers. Steelers
1: are gone too, you know.
0: Well, and I have to say, the un- most unfortunate part of the Super Bowl was there were no Clydesdales.
1: Yeah, well, that too. But I, 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 once
0: I heard about the reasoning behind Budweiser doing that, it's fine, it still sucks, but it's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so oh, dear. that
0: talks about the playoffs. It was a really topsy turvy season, and I think the New York Jets, to to borrow from one of our favorite YouTubers, Urinating Tree, you know, if you don't know who he is, check him out. His sports videos are hilarious. Yeah. The LOL of the season belongs to the New York Jets when you can't even oh, yeah. tank properly to get the number one draft pick.
1: Well, that was the joke all season, right? Like, everybody knew. Everybody knew it, you know, months in advance that they were going to ruin it by winning just enough games. Yeah. And
0: they did. Yep. And it was perfect <laughs> Jets fashion that they won. fumble? Yeah. Well, it was perfect butt fumble fashion in that only the Jets could win a game and have it cost them their season.
1: Yeah, exactly. You won the game, but what did it cost you? Everything.
0: Everything.
1: <laughs> and now the Jags have like eleven picks in the draft. They have Urban Meyer. They have you know presumably you know Lawrence coming in.
0: Yeah, exactly. They have the they have the the foundation being laid down for something good in the next few years. Like I've said, it's they're not going to go from one in fifteen to going to the 51. playoffs. <laughs> You know they're going to go from one and fifteen, and don't forget next year we go to the seventeen game season. I think. I I think they're going to go to a seven and ten. You know I don't think they're basically it's going to be they're not going to be the joke of the NFL next year.
1: No, definitely not. In my it's just funny. They just took everything from the Jets.
0: Oh my God! It was beautiful. Uh, It was so um, beautiful.
1: The other games that were kind of interesting, obviously. Uh I think the Rams game was, was interesting. It was neat that they, you know, sort of went as far as they did, considering that their quarterback didn't have a thumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird how he played really really well without a thumb, but then the the Rams making their big move in the off season. Mm, and yes. I'm sorry, people can look at me cross eyed all they want. They got screwed in that trade. Yeah. And for those of you who have been hiding under a rock, they got Matthew Stafford from the Lions, who was a very going to be a very coveted free agent in my opinion. Yeah. But it cost them everything.
1: Yeah. They're not gonna Speaking have of-
0: they're not gonna have a first round draft pick until what, twenty twenty five?
1: Yeah, something like a few more years, and they haven't had one for a few years, so I think it's like seven or eight yeah, years. Yeah, I think they're going to go it.
0: seven or eight years without a first-round draft pick, and I'm sorry, that's not the key to winning.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Speaking of trades, do you want to talk about the one that just happened?
0: Which, oh, the uh, to the Colts?
1: Wentz. Yes.
0: Yes. Wentz to the Colts, and from what it looks like, his gigantic ass contract went with him.
1: That surprised me. I mean, I'm it's uh, it's hard to see them go from you know from Peyton Manning to uh, you know to Andrew Andrew Luck and then to Philip Rivers, and then
0: he's a jerk, but
1: and and then Philip Rivers, and now down to you know Wentz.
0: Well, and the thing is, they have a capable backup. I don't think Jacoby Brissett is as bad as people think he is.
1: He's probably better than Wentz. And, you know, look
0: at look it, at the season he had last year while they were waiting to get Rivers. He didn't do too badly considering the situation he was put in.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and I was sort of, when they first announced the trade and nobody knew sort of the specifics about it, it was like, okay, you know, a third-round pick... Uh, you know that's fine because I thought they would just sign him for a one. Well, that's what year I thought. I, that's
0: what I thought initially when you said it was. Oh, they traded the third round pick for him. Like that's not that bad. But then it's like, oh, yeah. he had that big contract.
1: Well, yeah, which they basically had to take on. So now they're paying him like twenty million dollars a year for four years.
0: Yeah, to pay off the money that he just signed for in Philadelphia.
1: You know, and he's you know that's just. In my opinion, way he's not a twenty million dollar a year quarterback. No,
0: he he really isn't. Um, you know, the uh, like the I amount said, of twenty million dollar quarterbacks currently in the NFL you could kind of count on one hand.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to be a dick, but I mean, I showed you the the Dalton thing. I mean, they paid Dalton like three million dollars for exactly. the one year. and
0: you know, I know people are going to say, oh, "Andy Dalton." Hey, Andy Dalton did really well on a crap team for his entire career.
1: Well, that's it, and that's but that's just sort of more where I kind of feel like Wentz probably should be.
0: Yeah, he should be in like the three to five million range.
1: You know, so I thought he was just going to be kind of a a really short, you know, bridge quarterback for a year or two while they. <laughs> nope, doesn't something.
0: look like it looks. It looks like the Colts are going to be. Uh,
1: yeah, that he's their putting new their franchise. shoes under that
0: bed for a couple of years.
1: You know, he's their starter for the next four years.
0: Yeah, that could be uh, a thing.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Yeah, I. Oh, goody.
1: Good luck to them with that.
0: Yeah, you know what? Best of luck to the Colts. And, uh. I don't know. How long do you think it's going to be before he gets benched for Brissett?
1: Uh, probably this season at some point.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Upcoming season, I don't think he'll make it the full season.
0: Well, exactly. And then it's like, oh, well, there's 20 million sitting on your bench. Way to go, Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, especially with the cap lowering. They say, you know, no lower than 180, but I mean, it was, I think, just over 200, like 202 or 203 or something.
0: Yeah, but they dropped it. That's a good amount, which screws the Steelers even more.
1: Screws a lot of teams. Yeah, it screws a lot of teams. teams. Who are already, like, way over. I think the Saints were massively over.
0: Although, did you see the restructuring they did with Drew?
1: Yeah, that was impressive. He restructured he really, down okay.
0: to league minimum.
1: Yeah, which is a million. So it was one point.
0: Uh, I think it's one point oh two five million.
1: Yeah. So he already, you know, because he knows. Yeah, he everybody knows, and it. the
0: world knows. Unfortunately, Drew's not coming back. He had a hell of a career. He will retire, mm. the greatest quarterback to ever play professional football, regardless of the country. Yeah. Um, because um. this year he did crack the big milestone. The only yeah. quarterback in gridiron history to surpass eighty thousand career yards, passing the record set by CFL legend Anthony Calvillo, yeah, who had seventy nine thousand, I think four hundred and change. But in any event,
1: yeah, you know so that definitely helps. But I think they're probably still over.
0: Yeah, they're still going to be over by a considerable amount because uh, Kamara's taken up a lot, and rightfully so, he's a great running back.
1: Yeah, Well, we'll Um, see
0: That's why why the free agent period As we saw last year Is the most exciting time in the NFL season
1: Yeah
0: You know, when those contracts expire The beginning of March And leading up to the draft Is the most exciting month or so in football Yeah So who (laughs) knows It's going to be good I think for as crazy as last year was This year's going to be even more nuts
1: It definitely will
0: so, I can't wait to see it.
1: Speaking of free agent, shall we look at the Steelers, or shall we talk about their end of season?
0: Well, we might as well, because we saw it, you know, you see it happen at the beginning of the season, they were going gangbusters.
1: Yeah, everybody saw it. You know,
0: gangbusters, <laughs> blowing people out of the water, putting up points, and then all of a sudden, they're struggling to put up points, but they're still winning. And then it was, uh, oh, we're struggling to keep the offense on the field. For more than three mm, yeah. plays at a time, and then, ah, uh, you know, we just lost to a high school team that showed up.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It was it was bad. I didn't watch the playoff game because I I had an inkling, you know. Oh, every I knew instantly going in that Cleveland was
0: going to do what they did, and they humiliated them, and rightfully so. You know what? Cleveland has been the joke for a long time, and in a in many ways, they still are. But they earned they earned their position. In the postseason, oh yeah,
1: Uh, without you know, I think it was they lost their last uh, five of six games.
0: Yeah, so good on you, Cleveland. Let's see if you can do it again next year. But honestly, I still don't think Baker Mayfield is the answer.
1: No, so uh, you know, looking at the Steelers' free agents, uh, you got obviously Bud Dupree.
0: Yeah, and I've made no bones about the fact that I think it's time for Bud Dupree to go elsewhere. Because...
1: Villa. Huh? Villa. Bill.
0: I love Villanueva, nothing but respect for him, but he's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, he's and he's getting on, you know. He's you and getting I up there in it.
0: years, and especially with the fact that uh, Tomlin has basically tagged Zach Banner as the starting mm-hmm. left tackle. Um,
1: yeah.
0: You know, like I say, love what you did. You're a great human being. You're a hell of a football player, but... You know, he understands it's a business. He's not one of those guys.
1: Well, that's it, you know. the, You know, one of the things that I, you know, both love, and unfortunately is kind of a love and, and crush thing with the Steelers, is they do seem to run one of the older rosters in the league. They hang on to guys for a long time.
0: They always do, and I, I, I've kind of felt it's like that, that old shoe, the old shoe theory. Like, you stick with mm. it because you know it and it's comfortable.
1: Well, that's it, you know, and, and you love it because you, you stay with these guys, you know, a lot of the guys on the O-line have been there for 11 years, 10, yeah. 11 years, you know, a pretty decent amount of time and, you know, you stick with them and you get to know them and they're there, you know, year in and year out And but then obviously you eventually run into this problem where you got, you know, guys who are, you know, 32, 33, 34 trying to compete with guys coming in who are 23 and you're just... You know, you're just not as strong and as fast as you used to be after a decade.
0: No, and you really have to look at it, like we say, like a business, and you can't, you know... Club loyalty is one thing, and it it is good. Like, the the Ryan Shazier thing, they kept him on longer than they needed to, but they did because of his situation.
1: Yeah, because it was the right thing to do.
0: Exactly, but there comes a time when you have to start cutting ties.
1: Yeah, so that's, you know... You know, they did,
0: they've done it in the past. You know, who have they, they've run out some pretty big names from Pittsburgh. I was going to say,
1: Troy and Hines. Troy
0: Polamalu, Hines Ward, Dick LeBeau. They were kind of, mm, eh, yeah, we'll see you later.
1: You know, so yeah, it's, you know... So that's how I feel about some of those guys, like Big Al and <laughs> DiCastro and, you well, know... Well, DeCastro's going to stick them. around
0: for another year or two, I think, um... But I like the way the O-line is shaping up. Um, mm. You know, Zach Banner coming back is going to be good because he's got a great heart. He loves Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh loves him. Mm. And it was just, he was sidelined by the the ACL.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, Pouncey announced officially his retirement. Yeah, so him, and his,
0: him and his brother retired at the same time, which I'm really not that surprised by.
1: Yeah. You know, so again, you know, it was kind of like everybody kind of knew it was time, but, you know, it's it's another piece that's gone after a decade, so.
0: Right, exactly, and he was a good center, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. He will be missed, no doubt. Um, But now, you know, they have Dotson, the rookie who played last year, who was pretty good Yeah. at guard, so I think he would be next to Banner on the left side because is mm. on the right side. My question is, what What are they going to do for right tackle? Are they going to keep Filer? Which, at the beginning of the season, I was completely sold on Filer. Yeah. But maybe if they put him at a position and keep him there, that could help.
1: Yeah. You know, because uh, he
0: is a good utility lineman, but switching back and forth throughout the season doesn't give you any time to build a rhythm.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, other free agents, uh, the cornerback, Hilton.
0: Yeah, um, Hilton, Nelson as well, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, I believe he's, he's free agent.
0: I would say Hilton would, should probably stay. Nelson is a lot of money. I think he's over 14 million. Hmm. And honestly, there's a couple of big names in the free agent pool already. Yeah. Um, that Richard Sherman fellow leaps to mind.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: You know, he's made no bones about it. He's been in San Francisco for, what, three years? And he said, you know, it's in the car. It's the writing's on the wall. My future's not with San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is.
1: Alou uh, Alou is a free agent. I hope he comes back. He is older, but I he really played hard. You he know, is this older, and
0: year. he's a really solid nose tackle.
1: You know, so I, I hope he comes back. And he's he's cheap for, you know, kind of yeah, how he was get, playing. Basically, he,
0: he's, we're getting the money's worth out of him plus some.
1: Well, that's it, you know. He was kind of on some of these lines that uh, late in the season there wasn't a lot of sort of good things happening. So these guys were kind of the one bright spark that they played really well and they played their hearts out. Yeah, and... him,
0: Cam Hayward, uh, TJ Watt, who, in my opinion, robbed
1: yeah, exactly. And you in know. the
0: opinion of his brother J.J., another big free agent.
1: Uh, Sean Davis, the safety's a uh, free agent again. He's been, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they
0: traded him and then brought him back like a couple weeks later. Keep him. He's not bad.
1: Um, well, uh, I mean, obviously, you have the big ones, James Connor. Eh.
0: Yeah, I, I think they've pretty much already said they were going to release him to free agency.
1: Yeah, he's. He's due, I think he's due a big contract. And... Yeah, he
0: is due a big contract, and it's unfortunate. I like him as a human being. He's a really talented football player. His story is great, but
1: yeah, the Steelers
0: just... just the, I think the reason the Steelers are going to put him out there is they did not utilize him properly.
1: No, I mean, it was partly just, you know, the line could never clear an entrance, but unfortunately no, that, that kind of falls on him. Yeah, it falls to... on
0: him for the people watching the game
1: you know.
0: It's unfortunate, but we'll see what happens. You never know.
1: It's true, you know, but the thing that's pretty much indisputable is that the Steelers desperately need to fix something in the run game.
0: They absolutely need to fix something in the run game, and I think, as you will know, it starts with the offensive line. Yeah. And the offensive line really was not that solid this year.
1: No. Uh, Spillane?
0: I like Spillane because he came in and played his heart out. Yeah, and I think I don't think he'll be getting a monster contract, but he's worth what they were paying him or what they would pay him.
1: Yeah, because, I hope he comes back.
0: Yeah, he's very, very good hand. You know, solid player. He's not afraid to just get in there and smack the hell out of somebody.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's true.
0: And you know, he's he's good, and he can play. In a pinch Like when Devin Bush went down And my heart sank Yeah And then in comes Spillane I'm like, who is this kid? And three plays later He destroys the tight end Like, oh, okay We're good
1: Exactly Uh, Williamson, the guy they picked up from the Jets Is uh, is free agent
0: Yeah, I I think they would probably sign him as well Because he's a decent linebacker
1: He came in and played really hard I hope they keep him
0: He did, plus they have uh, What's his name? Highsmith Yeah. So they have some good linebacking potential.
1: Yeah. So that's nice. You know, especially if they're going to lose some of the, you know, some of the guys. Yeah. Like
0: if they're going to lose Dupree, which, like I say, he only tends to play hard in the contract year because you look at his stats for the previous years, they weren't exactly lighting the world on fire,
1: were they? Indeed. So I guess we'll see. And then, of course, you come to the, the big question, right? The one that. Apparently we're never getting an
0: answer to uh, We have to take a look and see what the situation For God's sake, just say he's in or he's not
1: Well, that's it Apparently they're they're gonna wait until You know, tagging or something
0: And, and I'm getting sick and tired of uh, You know, the, the pundits And the Instagram people Like, he's not the problem I never said he was the problem I'm saying he's a problem Yeah You know, he's not uh... the issue, he's an issue
1: yeah it's it's time you know Yeah,
0: and you know juju see you later
1: yeah go tick
0: elsewhere nobody wants you
1: yeah uh you know because i mean it's frustrating because you see all these you know sort of veteran quarterbacks and they're quickly getting snapped up, so sort of you see the the opportunities closing, you know, for the Steelers to potentially make a move on. Right, and what did, they, know, what and did
0: they do? They signed the first thing with a pulse, Dwayne Haskins. Good job!
1: Yeah, you wow. know. Really good.
0: Like, they didn't even wait around in the vain effort. You know, they wouldn't have been able to get him for the money, but the vain effort to throw in a bid for Stafford.
1: Yeah, well, that's it, you know, and you kind of feel like... You know uh, You know Darnold's still out there I'd love for them to make an offer on him That's what I'm saying
0: Darnold is going to go somewhere And I think he's going to be pretty good Mark my words This date Well as we air it (laughs) February 22nd 2021 Mark my words Sam Darnold in the 2021 NFL season If he's not a Jet Will be doing something
1: I think he will You know I was watching some video of him and he reminds me of kind of early big ben he does a lot of the same kind of street ball plays you know just zipping and dashing and some of that stuff you know that you just can't really coach he's just yeah had he's some got le- good instinct yeah and it's he just the jets have pretty much admitted they did nothing for him uh adam Gase has now admitted that he did nothing for him he's never had anybody help him
0: oh adam Gase, good luck in the college ranks
1: You know, so I feel like if he went somewhere with, you know, a team that actually cared to work on him, you know, he could have a Josh Allen-type resurgence.
0: I think so, and I think, honestly, now that we think about it, let's go back to the goofy trade we were talking about earlier. The Hmm. Colts could have benefited from him, and he could have benefited from the Colts.
1: Yeah, I thought I really thought they might go after him. I mean, you know, because they needed a quarterback, and he he probably would have been a hell of a lot cheaper than Wentz. Oh, yeah, because he
0: wouldn't have come with a multi-million dollar contract. Plus, you have Frank Reich as the coach who, let's go, all you historical Bills fans, the comeback was him.
1: Exactly. Uh, You know, so it was kind of, you know, now it's sort of exciting that he's still there, but, you know, obviously until the Steelers settle some of the big money questions, they're not making an offer on anybody.
0: No, they're really not.
1: You know, so it would be kind of nice if they could just... Makes to make a decision and, and well, put it's a bid nice out there. that
0: uh, Ben really held on to his uh, loyalty pledge to Pouncy that said they would both go out at the same time. So, good job, fella. Yeah,
1: you know, leader yeah. of men. Yeah. So... You know, there's still a little hope, but I just you kind of check the news every morning fearing that, you know, you're going to see that some other team has, has scooped him up.
0: Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. And there's going to be a lot of guys that we're going to be looking at that all of a sudden are going to start getting sucked up by teams. You know,
1: Indeed. Ryan
0: Fitzpatrick is going to go somewhere next year.
1: Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Uh, they were starting to theorize about his... Uh... Uh,
0: well, don't forget, he oh, has Washington. said... Huh? Oh yeah, Washington. That could be that could be good.
1: Everybody's all the news is saying that he's going to go over to Washington with Alex.
0: And honestly though, I think like you said he should go to the Patriots and complete the division.
1: That would be hilarious.
0: Only as far as I my research has gone, he would be the only player in NFL history to play for every team within a single division.
1: Oh, that would be incredible. You
0: know, and on and <laughs> the thing is He is the player type that Bill Belichick loves.
1: Yeah, he doesn't cause problems. No, he he doesn't rock the
0: boat. He comes in, he does what's asked of him, plus some, and the biggest thing, he mentors the young kids. Yep. What more could you ask for in a quarterback?
1: Well, that's it. Plus he has
0: 17 years of NFL experience, and will go down in history as the greatest journeyman quarterback ever. And... I feel will be inducted into the Pro Football Writers Association Hall of Very Good.
1: Exactly, yeah, I think he showed me, you know, that he got, what, the, like, Good Guy Award for this year?
0: Oh yeah, the Dolphins Good Guy Award. Like, well, let's give him the award after we botched the handling of his benching.
1: Well, there's that, but still, it fits. He's a good guy.
0: Every team he goes to, he could have won their, like, player, you know, their Good Guy Award, their Unsung Hero Award. It's just the kind of player he is.
1: You know, so it would be hilarious if he did. But I could see him, you know, if he if he goes to Washington, that could be cool, too.
0: That could be cool, <laughs> you know, too, because, again, he he's the kind of guy that Riverboat Ron really likes.
1: Exactly, you know, so he could, uh, you know, switch off. Because it looks like Alex wants to play a little bit longer.
0: I think so, and, you know, kind of to move on to the next section... Rightfully deserved The one award that was We called uh, That we hoped for And they called right Was him getting Comeback player of the year
1: Yeah, did you see There was one vote for Ben So that one vote Shattered the unanimous Yeah,
0: and honestly though I think had Alex Not done what he did Ben was a shoe-in Coming back from the elbow injury
1: I think it was But it's just funny That it was one
0: Yeah, the the one Because with very few I think exception the one lone exception recently being uh Mariano Rivera getting unanimously elected to the baseball hall of fame people don't like to have a unanimous anything
1: yeah but, <laughs> so that was yeah. yeah looking at the hall of fame class
0: oh yeah let's look at that because that occurred uh the day before the super bowl in that really in the the show they were running they were bouncing back and forth between you know the promo stuff Steve Harvey doing his shtick which is funny cuz i like Steve Harvey announcing the mm-hmm. NFL awards and dropping the Hall of Fame class and this year like i've told you before was one of the few years in recent history when regardless of who went in from the semi-finalists i would not have been up i would not have been like questioning anybody
1: Yeah, and if you look at who ended up it... Oh, yeah, this is a
0: stacked Hall of Fame class.
1: Yeah, so...
0: So let's look at it from, you know, let's look at the players, because the the two, they have the the players and then the builders. Yeah. Or coaches, as it were. We'll look at them, but from a player standpoint, obviously the headliner of the class that everybody knew was coming, and to draw out the drama, they announced him dead last, Peyton Manning taking his rightful place in Canton as a first ballot Hall of Famer.
1: I mean, everybody saw it coming, but it's still cool when it happens. Yeah, you know, you I mean, know what?
0: And because it's so rightfully deserved.
1: Well, that's it, you know. So that was awesome, you know, you because know, everybody, as soon as someone like him retires, the timer starts practically exactly. the hour. That as soon
0: has- as he retired five years ago, they're like, he's got five years until he can get in the Hall of Fame.
1: You know, so there's there's a build-up, even if you know that it's certain, that's still cool.
0: Yeah, and like I say, rightfully, very well-earned, definitely deserved. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations go to him, man.
1: Exactly. Uh, Megatron.
0: Yep, Calvin Johnson, awesome receive. Was he first ballot, or was he...
1: Uh, I don't I think believe... so. No, uh, I'm not sure, actually, yeah.
0: But Calvin Johnson... Monster career for Detroit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one of the best receivers of the modern era. Exactly. So
1: that was awesome.
0: Yeah. but And then also looking at the receivers, uh, one guy that didn't make it, that will make it, but because Peyton Manning went in, you kind of knew Reggie Wayne wasn't going in.
1: Yeah. Because they were teammates for
0: so long in Indianapolis.
1: Yeah.
0: But Reggie Wayne does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and I think it'll be... Probably next next year, maybe the year after, at the latest, he'll be going in.
1: Exactly. Uh, Woodson. Which one was it? Charles? Yeah, Charles Woodson. Hell Mm -hmm. of a player.
0: Yeah, Yeah. great cornerback. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, he is the only defensive player to win the Heisman Trophy.
1: Yeah, I believe he was.
0: Yeah, uh, what, University of Michigan, I think? Hmm. But Charles Woodson was a great cornerback.
1: Yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, safety John Lynch.
0: Yeah, a brief teammate of Peyton Manning in Denver, but John Lynch was the prototype safety. Mm. Great player, great guy. Uh, now he is in the front office of, I believe, the 49ers. Oh, nice. Um <laughs> But just great defensive mind, great defensive player, good human being. You never heard anything about him other than him playing football. Mm. Very well deserved for him and Peyton to take their place in the Hall of Fame.
1: Fanica, finally.
0: Finally, Alan Fanica. (laughs) For those of you who don't know who Alan Fanica is, number one, shame on you. Yeah, exactly. And number two, take to the interweb and look at him because Alan Fanica after a couple of years of being almost there finally gets the nod finally gets the call
1: the problem was that you know the steelers were so stacked with guys who kind of all retired within the same time period that it's it's kind of like being the lowest of the best you know when you're well unfortunately... exactly because
0: he was an offensive lineman he's not in the high profile position
1: what are you gonna do when, when Troy's going in, when Coach Bill is going in, you know, it's they don't like to put teammates in and No,
0: they rarely do, but and because So it's kinda
1: like you can be really, really good, but I mean it's Troy. What are you gonna exactly, do? Exactly, you
0: know, because Troy Polamalu was he was a human highlight reel.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: And Coach <laughs> Cower was a human highlight reel.
1: <laughs> In a different way.
0: Um, But the thing is, that team really could not have functioned as well as it did without Alan Fanica clearing the way for Jerome Bettis, Hall of Famer. Yep.
1: Exactly. You know, so it's just, yeah, it's... He unfortunately retired, and and every year that he was eligible was just like, yeah, but we have these other superhuman exactly. players. and
0: then there was other guys from other teams that were coming up.
1: Yeah, so... But, but...
0: finally... Taking his rightful place in Canton Congratulations yeah. man I know you're not going to listen to this But if you do If somebody does and knows you and tells you Big ups to you because you earned it
1: Exactly And then yeah the two coaches uh, Tom Flores
0: Well actually was that all the players? Uh, Yes No 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 no, no. There was um, um uh, Preston Pearson
1: Or Drew Pearson
0: Or yeah not Preston Pearson Drew sorry. Pearson I'm sorry Wrong Yeah Pearson. sorry I missed that one uh, Drew Pearson, a uh, really good wide receiver for the Cowboys back in the 70s. Ah. Very good wide receiver for the Cowboys back in the 70s.
1: Nice. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, Tom Flores, he is one of two human beings to win the Super Bowl as a player, mm. as an assistant coach, and as a head coach.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yes, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the only other person to do it is Coach Ditka. Nice. And Tom Flores had a good career, uh, played for, I think, the Raiders? Maybe the Lions? Let me see. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but in any event... And I also believe he was the first Latino coach to win the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, he played for the, uh, the Raiders, the Bills, and the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, so he won... The Super Bowl, with as a player with the Raiders, and I think as an assistant and head coach with the Raiders as well.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: And just great, great coach, and finally gets the recognition I think he deserves. Mm. And the other builder is going to be a name that not a lot of people know. And that would Bill be Nunn. Bill Nunn, whose mm. son, also Bill Nunn, was actually... You know, an actor, a very good actor. Yeah. But Bill Nunn, the elder, who passed away, I think, in 2014, mm. was a stalwart in the Steelers' front office since 1967.
1: Which is crazy.
0: Yeah, he predated Chuck Knoll. He was an assistant in those days, but after Knoll came in, uh, they hired him in 1970 as a full-time Scout and front office man. Hmm. And he was responsible, really, for the drafting of the Dynasty of the Steelers in the 1970s.
1: Yeah, that's what I read. He drafted Stallworth, Mel Blunt, Donnie Schell.
0: Yeah, because at the time, you know, with the racial tensions, and also with Bill himself being African-American he went looking at like the predominantly African-American colleges and the historically black colleges, so that's why he was able to pull some of these great players. And he was still helping to draft and manage the team up until he died in 2014.
1: Which is crazy, but awesome.
0: Yeah, and, you know, unfortunately, neither him nor his son are alive to see him enshrined in the Hall of Fame uh this is this is huge not only for pittsburgh but for the sport of football in general because this guy put in years
1: 47 seasons
0: 47 seasons with the pittsburgh steelers and you know he's from pittsburgh as was his son mm. and just love the love of the team and the loyalty to the team and helped build the team into greatness and helped maintain that greatness for a long time Hearty congratulations to his family, yeah, to exactly. him. He more than, and I'm actually shocked that he was elected because he's he's one of those names that you kind of saw on the ballot. You're like, eh, I wonder if they'll ever put him in.
1: And they did, and well deserved. Absolutely. I've never seen somebody last that long. That's crazy. Forty seven seasons,
0: and on top of that, he was one of the architects behind to date, because you can never tell until years later, the greatest draft in NFL history, the 1974 Steelers draft. Yeah. When they drafted, well, drafted four future Hall of Famers in the same draft class.
1: Which is amazing. They
0: drafted Jack Lambert, um, was it Lynn Swan?
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Uh... Believe John Stallworth hmm. and Mike Webster.
1: the uh, good old Mike.
0: And in that same year, he wasn't drafted, but they signed him as an undrafted rookie. Hall of Fame class last last year, or the year before, Donnie Shell. Yeah. So five Hall of Famers that he, you know, was a big part of getting, and not just that, you know, the the breadth of Hall of Famers that he was there when they drafted Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, uh Jack Ham. You know, and, and like we mentioned before, Mel Blunt, he's a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, yeah. They got uh Swan, Lambert, Stalworth, and Webster.
0: Yeah, in the 74 draft and then in and then after the draft signed Donnie Shell. Yeah. So that's like I say, to date That is the most Hall of Famers for one team out of one draft. It's going to take a while before that's broken. It might be broken one day. Yeah. But I don't see it happening anytime soon.
1: Exactly.
0: So, honestly, I think this is probably one of the best draft classes that's happened in a while. Mm. And remember how we said they don't like to induct teammates? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's this going to work? Because do not forget, because of the the pandemic, there was no induction ceremony for twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah, and you and I were talking about it, and you know, even though they're technically you know going to be in different classes, yeah, be the in actual... different
0: classes probably a different time. But the fact of the matter remains is that in the same calendar year, you know, Troy Polamalu, Coach Bill Cowher, and Alan Faneca will go into the Hall of Fame at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's cool that they might do like a joint, you know, induction ceremony, just the ceremony together. Oh, and
0: you know Pittsburgh is going to do something huge with that, and they should.
1: You know, so that would be cool, just seeing all the guys, you know, together again. Did you
0: happen to see, we're going to go back a year real quick as we kind of start to wind this one down. Did you happen to see the clip of the director of the Hall of Fame coming to the studio and telling Cower that he was inducted into the Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah, I've watched it probably about 12 times, 15 yeah. times, a lot. Exactly, just and I think it, think it so was, good.
0: they did it with him, and then the I think the very next day they did the same thing with Jimmy Johnson.
1: Yeah, I've seen that one a lot, too. I like Jimmy.
0: And, Jimmy John- and you could see uh, Troy Aikman was starting to tear up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it, it's good because I like Jimmy Johnson. A lot of people like Jimmy Johnson. The only person who really didn't like Jimmy Johnson was the guy that was signing his paychecks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Old Pope Palpatine down there.
0: Yeah, but you know what? You can't really argue with Jerry Jones' success. He may have been cutthroat, but he knew how to win back in the 70s, man. 70s and 80s, Mm. into the
1: 90s. It's true. Yeah, I did. I watched both of them, and it's awesome, you know. Seeing them both going in, finally.
0: And it really is the case with guys like uh, Bill Nunn and Alan Fanica and you know, so many others, honestly, I think Drew Pearson as well. To see these guys who a lot of people don't really know that get the appreciation, respect, and love they deserve for mm. the contributions to their sport, it, it's, it's heartwarming.
1: It is. Well, that's why I keep watching it. If you haven't seen it, people should go and watch because it's, it's a feel-good kind of moment.
0: The Coach Cower thing?
1: Or Jimmy Johnson, yeah,
0: yeah, it it really is, and I I actually haven't seen any of the the knocks from this past class. I know they were they were posted. I just didn't watch any of them.
1: The Peyton Manning one, they tricked him. He kind of knew he was doing a a segment out in the field. I think for his his show, or that's what he was told. Oh, uh, Peyton's and, places. Yeah, and then they you know they put it up on the big screen. Yeah. So his wasn't a knock; he was he was out and doing stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, but I I do want to see. I I heard uh, Megatron's was pretty good. Mm. Um,
1: the knocks are always awesome.
0: Exactly, because there's so many guys, you can see it in their face. You're like, really me?
1: Did you ever see before we finish up the uh, the Randy Moss one?
0: I did not actually. No,
1: it's good. It was a knock, and and you could see how much it meant to him.
0: And, you know what, and he was one of those players that he, that his antics almost overshadowed how good he was.
1: Almost, but, you know. Almost, but he
0: saved it, and uh, Randy Moss, definitely deserving of his Hall of Fame spot. There are other people, actually, we'll, we'll do a show on that later, people that are in the Hall of Fame, and I'm wondering why they're in the Hall of Fame
1: true, but I liked his, so again, you know, if you want a feel-good moment, that's yeah, a great one. if there are any
0: feel-good moments, check out any of the knocks, because it means a lot to every single person, regardless of if they knew they were going in. The fact remains it's, is that they still got it, and they it's still, you still get to see it hit them.
1: Well, that's it. It's the moment of realization, you know, that you know, yeah, that, you know, it's, you're gonna, but just, it's like, it's final in that moment. It's actually happening.
0: Yeah, and that's that's cool.
1: You know, you get to join football immortality.
0: Exactly. You will be cast in bronze and live in the Hall of Fame in Canton for eternity.
1: By the way, if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, Randy Moss, the busts that they do, his is probably one of the best that I've seen. Looks exactly like him.
0: Oh, I mean, that's the thing. The guy that does those uh, Hall of Fame busts is amazing, and... I think once they unveil it, the Troy Polamalu one will even surpass the Ed Reed one for hair.
1: It could, you know, and they're always amazing, but man, some of them are just... Yeah, the Randy Moss one,
0: it's frightening how much it looks like him.
1: Like, they even got the hair perfect, just everything, it's, its you know...
0: It, it, it literally, I mean, that is the definition of perfection, I think.
1: It looks more like a face cast rather than a guy, you know, sitting and, and doing a statue from, you know, a lump of... He does the roughs from clay or whatever. Yeah, he does
0: it from clay and then they cast it, but... Uh, and that's a the thing. There's something for all of you listeners out there. Look at some of the videos of the of the bust sc- sculptures being made. They are cool.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a because really Because it's neat the one pro-
0: guy who's been doing it for a long time now and he just gets them in a room... Takes the measurements and just sits there and literally just carves them out of clay.
1: Yeah, it's a really neat process. So that's yeah, that's gonna. Be, I'm interested to see how Peyton does. Good old Peyton with his his giant forehead. Oh, poor Peyton, I love him to
0: death, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting <laughs> bust. But or, or Coach Cower with the jaw jutting out oh, to, to eternity.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But. So, there you go. That was the close of the 2020 NFL Dumpster Fire season.
1: Mm, may we move on to... to yeah, we, let's move to on we... to
0: bigger and better things in 2021. Uh, the draft will be coming up in a couple of weeks. Actually, mm. a couple months, in April, like late April. Free agency will be happening, or starting in about a week from now. Yep. And I think it's going to be a three-ring circus.
1: Yeah, Probably.
0: So we'll see what happens. So, Any closing thoughts, parting words, wrap-up for the 2020 NFL season?
1: Uh, I got nothing else.
0: Well, Aaron Rodgers beat out Patrick Mahomes for MVP. That's all you need to know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Thanks, because he God. had one
0: hell of a season.
1: Exactly. You know what?
0: Not bad for an old man, was it?
1: It's exactly. Old. One of the last old-timers left.
0: Exactly. There aren't too many left anymore, but... So we'll see what happens in the future. So for the carnival and for football, I'm Zach. I'm right. And uh yeah, let's watch the draft and see what happens.
1: Mm.